1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Friday night, football tonight. Toronto at Winnipeg.
2: will be there. How about that? Winnipeg favored by six. The over-under ah. is 47 what? and a half. Well, that's an easy one. I'll take Toronto to beat the spread and win straight up. I got the Argos to win at Winnipeg. Don't at me.
1: Spicy.
2: I got Winnipeg to win straight up, but Argos will cover the spread. Look at us with the betting lingo.
1: From the Slurpee Capital, live from Winnipeg, it's the Rod Peterson Show.
2: We are live. We're coming at you from the Canada Life Center. It's the home of the Winnipeg Jets. Today, it's the home of the Rod Peterson Show. And this weekend, it's the home of the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. So, come on in. Thanks for joining us for coffee today here from the Manitoba Capital. Moose DuPont is with me. The spectacular guests continue. Last hour, we had Andrew Hustler-Patterson, the star of Winnipeg Sports Talk, with us. And uh, Jeff Dowling, one of the coaches of Canada here at the World Junior Lacrosse Championships. And uh, this tournament's been going since 2015. COVID, as you can imagine, has screwed things up. So they've kind of split it into an intra-squad event, which is being televised on TSN2 all weekend long. And they were nice enough to invite us to come out and do the show live from Canada Life Center. So I cannot thank uh, Chris Fox enough for that. But there happens to be football tonight. You heard off the intro. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are home to the Toronto Argonauts. It's a 7.30 kickoff at IG Field. We're going to be there for that. Thank you to the Blue Bombers for setting us up. And then to the Winnipeg Jets. I can't give them a more hearty thank you. Other than Moose and I were walking outside the arena today trying to get in here to the Canada Life Center. By the way, this is different for me because it's not my town. You know how I usually just roll? Oh, yeah. And just know where the nooks and crannies are? Yeah. Not so much. Maybe one day in Winnipeg, but they actually have security here. Yeah, it's,
0: it's this isn't like back home where you can just walk in. <laughs> it's a big I, thought you could just,
2: I thought you could just wear a suit, a nice jacket, and yeah, they let you in. No, they want to see if you're co-vaccinated and all the rest, uh, which, hey, <laughs> we checked all the boxes. And yes. here we are. But anyways, the Jets... My good friend Christina Litz used to work for the CFL. She literally came and grabbed us, and she said, we're making an announcement here. You guys are going to be part of this. Get inside the ropes. And it was just across the street from Canada Life Center. You're going to see it on Sports Center. You're going to see it on all the news tonight that they're renaming a street outside the arena, Dale Howard Chuck. Way one year from now, they're going to have a statue um, depicting Dale Howard Chuck, the greatest Winnipeg Jet ever. Across the street from the arena, so the Jets just pulled us in. And then, Christina said, when you guys are off the air, I want to give you a tour of our, all our new offices and the arena and everything. So, uh, Winnipeg. We've uh, mm-hmm. got a lot of love for Winnipeg here today. Um, not a lot of love for us, though, Moose. As, as Well, there's some hate. Let's <laughs> put it that way. I've said, because it is a flame tech football Friday, that's what we're doing here. Flametech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. It was a very CFL sim like football game at McMahon Stadium last night where the BC Lions upset the Calgary Stampeders mm-hmm. 15 to 9. Could we call it an upset? Of course. Yeah. point and six and a half point favorites. Yeah, based on their rookie quarterback starting, which he didn't. And that's the point. I'm saying the B.C. Lions are ruining sports betting before we even get out of the gate here with the skullduggery and secrecy and shadiness of their starting quarterback. So Bob Medill writes me on Twitter and he says, Pretty inflammatory and highly inaccurate to suggest that the B.C. Lions are ruining sports betting. You're going down the wrong road. Ooh. By the way, his Twitter handle, at LionFan15.
1: How about that? Listen, Spicy.
2: if I'd put, put a lot of money on that, based on what we were led to believe by the BC Lions, I'd be very upset today. Is it, is it inaccurate... Too much for no, me to say that? You're right. I mean,
0: you might as well <laughs> light your money on fire or put it on the roulette table because you're trying to, you know, base this off of the information that you have at the time. And then you get to the game and it's like all the information I have doesn't matter anyway because it all changed. Now, I don't know if Rick Campbell's doing anything shady or crazy. I don't necessarily think that's the case. He wants to have his best quarterback starting because he wants to win football games because that's how he's going to keep his job. So he's doing what he has to do to win football games. Now, if you know coming out they want to name Nathan Work the starter and maybe they're mandated to name that starter on Monday and, hey, the best I can do is give you Nathan Work because we don't know if Mike Riley's going to play, then fine. But it just makes it impossible to bet on the games. It really does. It makes it really, really hard. Um, and, it, hey, look, Rick Campbell's not worried about us betting on the games. He's worried about winning the games. And Mike Riley playing and – you know, coming out and playing the way he did was pretty good, and they won the game, so he's sleeping pretty good at night with his quarterbacking decisions. but as a you know somebody who likes to bet on sports and, and, and take part in it, I can't bet on the BC Lions games. I just can't. so that's just the way it is. I'll put my money on other games and watch them, but Rick Campbell's going to be pretty happy with the way he's handling this because he's winning well, football games.
2: You know, I don't think I misspoke in saying the BC Lions are ruining this before they get out of the gate, but I'm not the biggest better. People that watch this show know that about me. But Hustler said, who was with us last hour from Winnipeg Sports Talk, Andrew Hustler Patterson, he said that they would be on the suspended list, the BC Lions, after what they pulled here the last two weeks. So anyways, uh, there's that. Hey, by the way, we got a souvenir here. Thank you, Darren, for this, by the way. Well, I was
0: like a a kid, you know, when the puck goes over the glass and you run to get it, the lacrosse ball bounced up and over, and uh,
2: so I was right on top These, You've obviously held a lacrosse ball before. And by the way, we're at the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. If you just tuned in uh, live here, they're going on throughout the weekend, this championship you can watch on TSN2. I don't think I've ever held a lacrosse ball before. These things are hard. Oh, yeah. They have enough bounce, but they go
0: so fast. And if you get hit with one of those, oh, man, it's, it,
2: it won't feel good. A uh, couple things before we go any further. Mm, from the 780, John in Edmonton writing on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. He says, tonight's World Junior Lacrosse games are on TSN Direct. Same with tomorrow. TSN 2 and every other TSN channel is broadcasting the CFL. Well, like I said, check your program, Grid. I know last night they were on TSN, too. DG in Saskatoon writes in. Morning, guys. I was able to catch the first half of the Eagles-Steelers preseason games on replay. The Eagles announcers were raving about Alex Singleton and his great tackling following a big hit on a Steeler. First player to high-five Singleton after the hit? Chase Claypool of the Steelers. Some Canadian love going on. That from DG in Saskatoon. Brady in the Bridge City says, Hey, Rod, bit of a surprise last night that the Stamps didn't challenge that pass interference late in the game. The Riders will need to play a solid 60 minutes to win. I got the Argos, Riders, and Elks. Dale Howarchuk is Winnipeg's biggest sports icon. I'm excited for Seahawks football to return tomorrow. Go Hawks. Uh, By the way, our NFL teams are playing tonight, but not each other, Moose. Yeah, that's right. We'll be watching that. Cup. A little bit. Well, that's a whole other thing. I've got to make a note of this. Sports on tap tonight for the Tap Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store. It is his Tennessee Titans at the Atlanta Falcons in yeah. NFL preseason play. Bills at Lions and the Dallas Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals tonight. How many reps do you think uh, old Dak's going to yeah? get? None. <laughs> no, none. I don't think. I haven't really been following him that closely. I've been too uh, busy upsetting CFL fans over betting. I haven't been following the, the uh, progress of Dakota Prescott, but I would be shocked if he's playing tonight. He shouldn't be. But can we tell the people that you have booked Super Bowl tickets?
0: Yeah. Uh, they're booked. How about that? They're booked. So we're going to be heading to Super that? Bowl in February. Spicy. That's all I can say right now because the plane tickets have been booked. So as long as the plane tickets are booked, we know we're... We know we're going, so uh, that's going to be fun in February. Maybe it'll be Titans and Cowboys. I don't know what the, uh, the odds makers have for that being the Super Bowl matchup, but maybe we put a couple of coins on Can you uh, imagine? Oh, boy. <laughs> at that point, <laughs> I would make sure we bought tickets. It doesn't matter what they cost. If the Titans are in it and the Cowboys, that would be, uh, that'd be
2: outstanding. Uh, oh, dang it. The undo button at the bottom. Oh, undo. I'm still figuring out this phone from Mobile. Uh, uh, Was Jason and Red Deer, you want to write me back, Jason and Red Deer, please, on the Prairie Mobile text line? I'll find it. It was something along the lines of, he said, curious if NFL teams need to name their starters prior to game time. And did you find it? Yeah, there's a section here you can click called archived. Is this the message? Yes, sir. Thank you. Nice work, Moose. Tech support. (laughs) Curious if CFL teams are required to submit starters, and if so, is there a penalty for starting other players? I guess that's a that's a pretty good question. I mean, it is a big topic. How much has been made of this single sports betting bill that's been passed and it's gonna come into law at the end of August, right? This is a big deal. For a lot of people, the CFL is gonna make a lot of money, have the BC Lions done anything wrong because based on what i know about betting and just me making my picks weekly on in the huddle and this show and so forth uh yeah they have by being slightly deceitful by who their starting quarterback would be but they're not the first to do that have they done anything wrong the last two weeks
0: it's a really loaded question. It's a hard question because no, my first answer is no, the BC Lions haven't done anything wrong. And it sounds like I'm contradicting myself because they're making a mess of the betting stuff, but they're not. They're following the rules. I think, I think they're, you know, listing the quarterback they know will play when they think, you know, Monday, they think work's going to play. So they name him the starter. They say Mike Riley will be a game time decision or that he's questionable or doubtful or whatever. I think they're following the rules. I don't, think that they're not going to follow the rules but they're not really playing along very well to try and promote betting and let's remember you know you and i spending money on on betting on the football game doesn't go into the pockets of the canadian football league it goes into the pockets of who you're making your bet with but what goes into the pockets is more eyeballs more clicks to the website all these things we've talked about more attention and those teams with more attention can sell that right, to sponsors and, and whatnot. So that's what they stand to gain, a lot of attention. And when you're, you know, unsure of who's going to play and we don't know if we can bet on your team because there's no certainty on, on who's going to play or what the result's going to be, then you don't have the attention and you can't sell the attention. So what happens is every other market has a chance to gain the attention and you won't. So... That's what you stand to lose out of all this.
2: Um, well, there's more to sports than betting, obviously. And let's just talk about the game last night. 15-9, to 9, the Calgary Stampeders lose to the BC Lions at home. Stampeders are 0-2. Uh, w- obviously, we started watching it at the keg, went back to the hotel room, and had the sound up for the rest of the game. And they talked about how the Calgary Stampeders haven't been 0-2 in over a decade. Um, Bo Levi-Mitchell, a career-high four interceptions. The Stamps just don't look... Like themselves. No, they don't. At all. And,
0: you know, Davis Sanchez was on the uh, the panel last night and talking about it, and he's like, something has to be wrong with Bo Levi. He thinks there's an injury. And I don't know if there is or not, but there's something not right with Bo Levi, because it's not the Bo Levi that we've known, you know, for the last number of years, and He just doesn't do this. He's never thrown four picks before. He took that one hit, and he was holding his thumb on his throwing hand. That's a concern. Um, But Calgary's in a hole. But for BC, it's their defense. I mean, to come up with those timely interceptions, Brady asked about the challenge. Well, Dave Dickinson made a challenge on the opening series of the football game in the first, or early in the first quarter anyways. He didn't have a timeout left at the end of that football game, so he couldn't challenge the play for pass interference. And... You know, BC was able to ride their defense to win. What I like, Mike Riley played really, really well, but they didn't finish drives. And moving forward, BC is going to have to finish drives with touchdowns, not field goal or field goal attempts um, if they want to you know, have success and make the playoffs. But their defense played pretty good last night, and Mike Riley looked good for the most part, too. Mike Riley didn't
2: look injured at all. <laughs> last night so some very interesting things are unfolding in the Canadian Football League two weeks in and yes. my last point because I commented on this when
0: we were watching the football game Mike Riley doesn't run pretty but man did he look mobile last night getting out of you know danger and using his feet to keep plays alive Mike Riley looked really really good
2: yes no kidding and uh we anticipate or we await a great showing tonight at IG Field uh, here in Winnipeg. We'll be there. Thank you to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for opening their doors to us. And I might actually hit the bomber store and load up on some gear tonight uh, in advance of the game. Don't tell the Argos, which reminds me, I was thinking of extending an invite to the Toronto Argonauts, our friends, to join us here at Canada Life Center and then. Found out, Darren, that uh, because of COVID protocols, they're not allowed to leave their hotel. They're not allowed to leave that CFL mm-hmm. bubble. Fortunately, we got the sports doctor, Dave Patrician, who uh, fully vaccinated, not worried. He'll be joining us here on set in the next segment. But for this football game tonight, this is becoming Zach Caleros's town. Uh, and the Blue Bombers favored by six going into the football game. We know that it's going to be McLeod Bethel-Thompson versus Zach Caleros. We know that. Uh, how are you on this this line yeah, tonight? It's
0: too much. I said it the yeah. other day. It's, it's way too much. But let's remember from a betting perspective, the Toronto Argonauts were last, last in the Canadian Football League when it came to odds to win the Grey Cup. They were last. So Winnipeg should be heavily favored if that's the case. Now, I said, you know, I bluntly came out and said, Go put your money on Toronto because that's a great buy. Because Toronto's a much better team. I said that Calgary-Toronto game in week one was a great cup preview. Kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it could be. I think Toronto's a lot better than the odds makers are, are, uh, are making them out to be. So I do think six is a lot. Um, and I think Toronto will cover
2: the spread. But I do think Winnipeg will win tonight. As Sean in Vancouver watching, writes on the Prairie Mobile text line. Morning, guys. Sean in Vancouver. Come out west. For the Riders game, September twenty fourth. Uh, are we doing anything September twenty fourth weekend? I don't know. I don't know. We I don't know. We were invited here by Winnipeg. We've got the Super Bowl plans. We know we're doing that February the thirteenth. So uh, we'll see. We're we're kind of going where we're invited. How about that? That's right. Okay. I'll go anywhere. How about invited? Yes. <laughs> Moose, we'll, well, we'll sure see you done. back a little later on. Look, up we got a special guest uh, coming towards the set here. All right. Is that Chris. How you doing, man? That sounds good. <laughs> We're just hey, hey, why not? Why not? Just like home. Yeah, I'm walking right on the set. Let's do look it. Look at that. Oh, that's us go. Hold that thing up 2021 there. 2021 World, World, Junior, World Junior Lacrosse World Championship. All right. Good to see you, brother. Man, thank you. Look at this. Wow. That is hot.
1: How about that? Thank
2: you, man. Spicy. Thank you for well, having us. Interrupt. Thank no, you so thank much you. for having us. These are awesome. Am I putting this thing on? I feel like I've just been drafted. I know, right? And if you look,
0: you know you. We're a hockey country, but that's a little lacrosse guy. That's I've seen that logo. logo. That's, the
2: hot, that's a Lacrosse Canada logo, yep, logo right? That's awesome. Woohoo! How about that? that? Awesome. I love it, man. Really we'll put good. these things on the that? set here. Chris Fox, that's the dude. What a fantastic show that we've had here today. Sports Doctor uh, on set next. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday live from the World Junior Lacrosse Championship at Canada Life Center in Winnipeg. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24 Hour Sports Radio for suds, full service car wash at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Attention, listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at Manscape.com For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust
1: me. Back now to the Rod Peterson Show, live in Winnipeg. We are. We're coming to you from
2: Canada Life Center. That's the new name of the home of the Winnipeg Jets, all set up here at the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. It's hour two of the program. It's brought to you by Core Grain doing the right thing for your farm. Flame Tech football Friday, Friday night football. And I think it's the first second, no, first time in my life that I'm going to a regular season game in the Canadian football league that does not include. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Tonight it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts and my good man, the sports doctor, Dave Patrician, joins us at Canada Life Center. Hey, don't mind the jerseys here. We just should we leave these up? I'm not sure. They look they look good. This is from Lacrosse, Canada. How you doing, Doc? I'm great. Thank you for inviting me, and welcome to our city. Thank you. You guys have been so hospitable to us. Very you're, Winnipegish of you to be so kind. You're big in this. Oh, the mayor uses that term now. Remember, I sent you that clip, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Very Winnipegish. Very nice. By the way, I got gear for you in the car. I'm gonna have to hook up with you later. I didn't bring it down. Well,
3: there. I, I wore a little charity today. Uh, yes, I'm, I, I, I'm the vice president president of the Winnipeg chapter of Dreams Take Flight. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, make everybody know, I mean, this ty- trying times and difficult times, we've always done well. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm we've been blessed with employment and things like that. And there's a lot of uh, charities. If you are blessed with employment, a lot of charities that need support. So I thought I'd put my charity badge on. Yeah, you're today. big on that. I am. Lapo too, right? Yeah, we had uh, Paul Lapoise two years uh, go with us. Um, Dreams Take Flight is the organization that piles a bunch of kids in a plane. And we go down for to Disney for one magical day these are children that would never get an opportunity to go to Disney World in Florida and uh, so we fundraise all year and um, usually in April we fill the plane and we go down we basically get to the airport three in the morning and come back at one in the morning so we have a lot of fun and yeah I've got uh, Paul LaPolice involved and he's been with us a couple of years and hopefully he'll get involved with the Ottawa chapter.
2: All right outstanding so Dave as I've been talking about and I think you've heard a little bit about it the Blue Bombers favored by six, six and a half tonight over the Toronto Argonauts at IG field. I've got Toronto to win. They're a healthier. They're a healthier bunch. Uh, but that's just me. Well, how do you feel about the line? And how do you feel about the game? I think the
3: line is uh, probably right. Um, we came out of the, uh, the first quarter. Uh, Bombers came out of the first quarter. I shouldn't say we, because I had nothing to do with the game other than getting there early to drink a $5 beer. But um, the Bombers came out a little slow, and then they just basically manhandled, it, and, and the defense held. And Willie Jefferson, I understand, is going to be in the game. Uh, I'm sure we're still missing Andrew Harris and um, uh, Darvin Adams, but uh, with uh, what we saw with uh, the connection between Zach Kolaris and uh, Kenny Lawler, and we saw Nick Dembski play, and of course, uh, Brady Oliveira. Those guys will just do it. I think that the defense will hold and the offense will score. And um, as we saw last night, the Calgary Stampeders aren't a very good football team right now. So the Toronto win probably was a bit of a mirage because uh, it wasn't like some miraculous thing. It was the, uh, there were the, um, you know, defending champions or something.
2: Well, there's nine teams in this league, and I will guarantee you that we'll be overreacting on some of them. In the first two, three, four weeks. Exactly. And I'm not sure if the Calgary Stampeders are one of those teams that we're overreacting on, but I will say... They don't look that good. Bo Levi Mitchell's never thrown four interceptions in a football game, and he did. And you know that's the thing. Were you not thinking last night watching that game at all? Oh, here's Calgary, twenty five seconds left. Bo's gonna march him down the field, and they're gonna win the game. One hundred percent. Like yeah.
3: most times, I probably would have turned the game off out of boredom, yeah. and uh, the outcome would have should have been determined. But you know, we were talking just before I got on the air with uh, with some of the guests just uh, off stage, and uh, this is a league that had no preseason games, and these are the guys that basically were shut down for almost two full years. And uh, it's going to take a little while to get back in the rhythm. We're not seeing a lot of sloppy football, but we're not seeing a lot of um, highlight football. We're not. Just some of these yeah. games aren't going to be on Sports Center for a long time.
2: Classic ESPN classics, you mean?
3: Well, I mean, when you're watching Montreal Ottawa from you know '78 or something like that, that gets on CFL Classics. They're using that term very loosely.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know if there was a touchdown in the game last night. Well, Mike Riley rushed for one. Mm-hmm. Calgary did not score a touchdown. And then last week in the Edmonton-Ottawa game, there were no offensive touchdowns scored in that game. What did that end up? 15-6, I think. So that, yeah, the football's been a little slow there. Your game here last week was 19-6, right? What did you think when Hamilton raced out, scored a touchdown on that opening series? Did you think you were in trouble?
3: Yeah, of course. I mean, we we stalled on our opening drive, and then we, uh, we didn't put points on the board till 10 minutes in. But, you know, once you saw... That connection that uh, Zach Calaris had, and and, I, and I'm like you. I mean, we every time we watch Zach Calera take a snap, you kind of hoping he doesn't get yeah, injured. I'm kind of over that, but yeah, yeah. You know, you, you were always a big supporter, and and you thought he was um, wrongly done by uh, when Saskatchewan basically dumped him off to Toronto, and uh, he sure proved his worth when he got to Winnipeg last season.
1: Mhm. Uh,
2: Football Friday, by the way, brought to you by Flame Tech, locally. Am I owned- Frenzy's replacement? You, yeah. Football <laughs> Friday. That's right. Locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Mike Abu Meshrik, I believe. Will be John Frenzy's replacement, but if you thought that you were a Frenzy's replacement, you'd be okay with that. <laughs> you're not the biggest John Lynch fan as a Winnipegger. You know, be what? honest. I-, I did meet him one time. He's a nice gentleman, and uh, we liked the kid. I mean, we, he was calling
3: the Saskatchewan Rough Rider game since 1910 on uh, Telegraph and Morris Code. How about that? And uh, you know, gave way a little bit later. <laughs> I He probably, you know, but you know, you're a big supporter of his, and he does have uh, such longevity in the business, and you have to admire that. And I, and I, I thought to myself. You know, you pick him up once a week. Why would the guy step down? This is a great,
2: great gig. You know, you buy him lunch, you get him out of the All of it. Yes, all of it. Absolutely. He gets a ride in Big Bird. When does he ever get to do that? (laughs) By the way, uh, on this Flame Tech Football Friday, Dave is not just a Winnipeg Blue Bomber season ticket holder, but also for the Minnesota Vikings. And because it is a Football Friday, we should talk about that. The Vikings have not yet played a preseason game, they've had COVID outbreaks. Mm -hmm. How much are you following with what's going on with. The school. From a distance right now. They have their first
3: preseason game against Denver tomorrow, 3 o'clock, central time. I'm going to tell you one thing about the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings organization. Of course, I'm a season ticket holder. There's always two preseason games. And, you know, there's always a chance that I'm going to have to eat those tickets because... It's really not great just to drive down to watch a preseason game. Like, NFL preseason football is dreadful. Like, it's just really dreadful. There's guys with two numbers sharing the numbers on the side. There's 99 guys on the sideline. But I got an email several weeks ago from the Vikings organization saying that we understand that there's still border restrictions and COVID and things like that. Uh, Check here on the box if you want to forfeit your tickets and have them credited to your account. And I did that. Like, and I thought to myself, you know, I was just going to eat them. Like, yep. because once in a while, like when you know, years ago, when Oakland had to come to town, or teams that didn't have great big followings in in uh, Minnesota, yeah, I had to eat those tickets sometimes. And, but I made it up for the Green Bay game, the Chicago game, when Dallas would come to town. Uh, this year there's a Pittsburgh game that's, and Dallas this year, so it's going to be a very lucrative year to to, to, to to try to resell my tickets. Now, I don't buy them to resell them, but just a simple fact of the matter is it's hard to make eight trips to Minneapolis between September and January, and the season gets pushed later. later. Back to your original question, um, I think the Minnesota Vikings – um, made some impressive moves in the offseason, but it all comes down to what they can do um, when the quarterback gets the ball. And we're talking about Kirk Cousins. And I've never been uh, much of a fan. I mean, yes, he's led the playoffs, and we've had some success. The Minnesota Vikings have had some success. But I just, I just think there's something out of sync with the guy and and uh i'm not going to speak about his beliefs or vaccination beliefs and things like that but i just don't know if that's the right fit for the minnesota vikings you know ben roethlisberger look at that guy he is a pittsburgh Steeler. you think troy aikman dallas cowboys and even joe montana ventured off a little bit to kansas city he's san francisco is kirk cousins is he Will, he, will there be a statue outside no. U.S. Bank Stadium with Kirk
2: Cousins on it? You've been through enough of them, Dave. Mm. <laughs> Trying to find awesome. who, the next, who the next Fran Tarkin is. But I'll tell you what, that NFC North... There's a lot of drama in there. Uh, Look what's going on in Green Bay. You're probably loving that with Aaron Rodgers (laughs) and whether he's going to play or not. And he's not going to play in the preseason, as you know. Uh, Who else is in that division? The Detroit Lions have a new quarterback in Jared Goff, right? And they've moved on from Matthew Stafford. So big things expected out of Detroit. Chicago is Chicago. Yep. (laughs) We don't know what we're going to get. They're a box of chocolates. I'd hate to be a Chicago Bears fan because that is a more of a roller coaster than any other team. Right. So Minnesota maybe just slides in under the radar.
3: Yeah, one would hope. Yeah, see, we'll see. Yeah, Green Bay is always the the perennial favorite in that division, and that's because of Aaron Rodgers. And then there, that's exactly my point about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins to me is not Aaron Rodgers. And uh, with the team, I don't see him as that leader. Um, Aaron Rodgers a few years ago was a real leader. Now. Who can say, you know, you know, he gets his nose out of joint. You know, see these guys do that. You saw the, the Packers do that with Brett Favre, right? So, you know, it's kind of the way the Packers operate. So,
2: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, I just want to swing this back to the game tonight mm-hmm. at Investors Group Field or IG Field. They've slimmed down the name of it to The uh, Blue Bombers and the Argos. What was it like? And I appreciate you sending me the photos from the game last week, by the way. What was it like to be in the venue to be in the state. Oh, it was electric. It was absolutely electric. I mean, I'm the kind of
3: guy, that I wanted to see that ba- the championship banner being raised. So I'm a person that usually parks my car at a park and ride. I go to a local saloon, uh, have a couple of chicken wings and a couple of adult pops, and then we get to the game. Um, so, But I elected to take a, a ride share there and uh, I had four other people with me because I wanted to get there on t- on time. And um, we got to the venue I probably didn't spend more than 10 minutes in line. It was seamless. Uh, you know, had my ID, had my ticket, had my vaccination card, uh, got in, and it was mayhem in there because they did have some food specials, they did have some uh, beer specials, and they're doing the same tonight, $3 hot dogs, $5 beer before 7 it's, o'clock, it's actually tremendous, and I never saw more happiness in my life at a Blue Bomber game, uh, and that, and I've been going since 1983 full-time, uh, people were happy to see each other, you know, I know that you and I, we've kept in touch, uh, phone, text, Text, um, uh, Facebook messages. Um, and there's a lot of my circle of friends, we've done that, the ones. But then all of a sudden, that circle expanded so much when I saw people I hadn't seen since the last Blue Bomber game, and it wasn't. My choice, it was other factors out there, like called COVID and the pandemic, but it was so great to be in there. The, the atmosphere was electric. It was, it was, it was well lubricated because of the $5 beer. It was a hot
2: night. It was a hot night yeah.
3: and we're playing it. The, the, everybody was charged up emotionally because it was the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And even before the 2019 Grey Cup, we had that rivalry dating back to 84 when we made that trade for Tom Clements and Dieter Brock, right? So it's always been, you know, our Hamilton Tiger Cats are, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the East to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, and by the way, uh, the sports doc here talks about us communicating. We've had a long-running joke that every time the Bombers win, he'll text me, or I'll text you. Whoever gets to it first was, plan the parade. (laughs) And... The last time the CFL played, you actually had one cuz you won the championship, Dave. Long time coming. Yeah. Did you go down? You had to have gone down to the parade. Absolutely. I wanted to be part of that. I I mean,
3: I didn't I didn't get to greet the team at the airport cuz I was still in Calgary, uh but I did um manage to get to a couple of the functions after and and uh, have my picture taken with the Grey Cup. It was just it's just such a joyous um, moment, because I am a season ticket holder, and I know that to, to a lot of people, there's a lot more important things in in life than sports. But nothing unites a community like sports, and whether it be the National Hockey League, whether it be the Canadian Football League, whether it be um, the American Association of Independent Baseball, like our Winnipeg Gold Ice play in, like it's just it's a united community. And I went to some Gold Ice games uh, last week, and it was the same thing. People I hadn't seen in a long time, and from the the guy selling popcorn to the lady at the um, at the souvenir at the at the con- sessions at the merchandise shop that's what I'm trying to say it was great it was like seeing friends again
2: well the poll question today by the way something jarred in my mind here for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center it is who's Winnipeg's biggest sports icon and I'll just tell you that Hustler said we got the top four okay he Mm -hmm. said we got the top four Ken Plain, Dale Howardchuck, Milt Stegall, Bobby Hall, Howardchuck running away with it 64 percent but should have we have put Chris Streveler in there Chris (laughs) Chris
3: <laughs> Lumber would be, be five, but he would fade. But they made the announcement today, uh, True North made an announcement today. They've applied to the city to have a stretch of of street, be Dale Howarchuk Way, yes. just outside. And, of course, the big statue will go up next year in True North Place. So, yeah, Dale Howarchuk, absolutely. Uh, and it's, um, you know, a lot of times when a guy gets traded away like Dieter Brock, you know, there's that uh, he didn't want to be here thing, or well, we just, you know, he didn't want to be here. We see that now with guys like Jacob Truba when Dustin Bufflin stepped away from the game. But Dale Howardchuk has always had a place in our hearts. And, you know, he married a, a lady from Manitoba. Right. He came back here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I was at the ceremony when they raised his number up to the rafters. And uh, it was just such a joyous and. Um, I I guess I'm trying emotional? to get emotional again. Yeah. It was it was so much fun, and then you saw guys come back, and 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 the one thing about Mark Chipman and his staff and the great organization, they brought everybody back together, like you know, united two teams, and and uh, everybody saw he wants doesn't want anything to do with the old Jets. Yes, he does. Like he loves that legacy. They announced a new license plate uh, honoring the legacy today. It was a
2: big day for us to be milling about outside this arena. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it, well, you didn't hear us say earlier, but the Jets literally grabbed us, pulled us in, and said, Sit down, you're going to be part of this, which was awesome. Winnipegish. ish Very, very Winnipeg-ish. nice. Yeah. In, a very, p- in a great way. Yeah, that's, Lynch never used it in a great way. <laughs> he never used it, right. They were very hospitable and kind. Oh, I can't get out of here without you telling the story of us going to the Moose game in this very building, you and me. Doing the loser laps on the concourse here in between periods.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's before the days of the RP show. This was when you were still on radio. Yeah. And uh, the amount of people that knew you um, from, you know, the CFL hits that you did on television and things like that. But, uh, you know, I'm well known in this town and people come up and friends and, and people always say hi but it was out of control. It was here like people coming up to you and, and they they couldn't believe that you weren't wearing a Saskatchewan Rough Riders jacket <laughs> right. or that. You know, and, you know, I, they I, weren't I was,
2: very nice Dave. That's my point. They, they
3: I thought nice. they were nice. They could have been a lot worse. I mean this is... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've gone to pro wrestling oh, matches in this
2: town. I've been a bad guy wrestler and stuff. It could have been a lot worse. It's a tough guy town. It's a tough guy town. So we'll see what happens tonight at IG Field. But if there were a cat calling me on the concourse, and thank God Dave's a big guy. You had my back, which you always do. Absolutely. I appreciate that. It's not as hard you a know, job but, as it used to be.
3: And Are you up? Are you with the Unwashed today in, at IG Field? Or are you going to be up in a suite?
2: or? Uh... Oh, we got tickets. Uh, I'll show you from the Bombers. So okay. I'll show you where they are. So okay.
3: anyways, oh, because Because it might be worse tonight. So I think you would still wear this shirt tonight. Yeah, wear blue. It is the right
2: color. (laughs) Wear blue. All right, David. Thanks again, buddy. Good seeing you. The Sports Talk. We'll be back. Uh, The Moose will join us here. We'll talk about the other CFL games this weekend and more. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Back now to the Rod Peterson show live in Winnipeg, the Slurpee Capital. I think I think we should get a Slurpee.
2: We might have to. We're here to When in Rome. Are we going to go down that road again? All right. It'll be Dr. Dr. Pepper if we're getting anything. Uh, Cream soap. I got to say, I want to say a big thank you to our crew, uh, chief among them, Darren, for lining this up with Chris Fox from uh, the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. That's why we're here. We've got two of our crew on location, Ryan and Rolf. Timey kangaroo down sport. Yes. And I'll tell you, I like that guy. Let me tell you. He's a take-charge kind of guy.
0: Right. And this has been great. And IKS has, has uh, sponsored all of the gear for our setup there and everything go. else. So uh, they've always treated us really, really well. But how about this? Um, Rolf, about who's been on our crew for how long? A week. About a week. Driving up here on his own. Like Ryan, a boss. Ryan's flying in at midnight. I'm, like, really worried about these guys. So I give Rolf my number. I'm like, you need anything. I'll be here all night. Whatever you need, I'll come to the r-. Don't hear from him. I didn't hear from them. Until we walked in here 15 minutes before the show, they just had it all taken care. of. Yeah, so that right, was exactly. really good. And, That's what we want. Uh,
2: and then, of course, producer Clark and director Jordan back in Regina flying the Millennium Falcons. I just mm-hmm. wanted to oh, point out, runkel. thank you guys allowing. <laughs> yeah, there you go, uh, allowing a guy like me to just show up and talk. So I really appreciate it. Um, okay, well, there is a few. Th- I don't have my breaking news bell. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. No, you don't need to do that. Okay. You know what i was doing. Breaking <laughs> you news. That I'm looking for a sound Breaking effect. news today. The Florida Panthers have signed Jumbo Joe Thornton to, I believe, a one-year deal. I just got the notification on my phone. And I'm only asking you your thoughts because, while well, you're a Leafs fan, what's your favorite moment of the Joe Thornton Leafs era?
0: I know. This is extremely disappointing for me. Is now, it- I'm going to put on my my leafs fan hat and i don't like it i think it's i think it was a mistake i think it's a problem in sports and a little bit of a societal problem is a, a complete lack of patience and a lack to see a lack of seeing things through i think you know you try this ex, they call it an experiment of you know bringing in some older guys and you re-sign jason spezza to a you know a nice deal and and everything else, but you know, the Joe Thornton thing, he comes in quickly and it doesn't work, and they get bounced from the playoffs in the first round. So they're like, Okay, well, that didn't work, so let's not try it again. You know, did you give it enough time to actually give it a chance? You know, um, we quickly want to just blame other people for our problems, right? And blame certain things, but you know, I think he was good for the room, I think he was uh, good for the community, I think he was good for the brand of the team, I think he was a positive influence, it didn't cost a lot of money. So I don't think you're really gonna. I think you're going to miss him, I really do. And I think Florida is really going to love having having Joe part of that group because Florida is right there too. They're right on the edge of being able to seriously contend for a Stanley Cup. Joe Quenville did great things with that group last year. They had an unbelievable series, losing to the eventual Stanley Cup champions in Tampa. I love this for Florida, and I think the Panthers are going to be really good again.
2: Well, did he do much for the Leafs though? I think so. I think really? in
0: terms of culture, I think in terms of, you know, what you bring in leadership. We want to look in analytics and only in analytics all the time. And I think that's, 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 that's good, but you're not bringing him in to score points or to produce offensively at this stage in his career. So Florida's certainly not bringing him in to score a bunch of goals, right? Um, they're bringing him in to, you know, have a veteran presence and be on the fourth line and do those things. So.
2: I think they'll, they'll love them in Florida. For those tuning in across all 10 provinces and 31 states, and you're wondering where we are, it is Canada Life Center in Winnipeg, the home of the Winnipeg Jets. We're here for the World Junior Lacrosse Championship, and Lacrosse Canada, nice enough. And i got to say his name, Chris Fox. Nice enough to drop off these jerseys here on the set. Now, i got to yeah. make sure because he's texting me. It's not Lacrosse Canada. It's yeah. the
0: Canada Lacrosse League. There you go. And there's their logos up here on the... Uh, the corn. It's a Canada beautiful. League, yeah. I want to get it in front of you. Canada Lacrosse League. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it properly, but it's there beautiful. There you go, CLL.
2: Yep. CLL. Nice awesome. logo.
0: Yeah, very nice.
2: Um, <laughs> it's cold in the barn. It's cold in the barn. Well, tell me about it. I can not uh, take my coat off. Our crew's over here nodding their head. It reminds me of Phil. And I've told you about Phil, the uh, old Zamboni driver at the Brandt Center in Regina. <laughs> I used to walk around the bowels of the Brandt Center. When I was going to call hockey games. And I'm like, Phil, can you turn up the heat in here? He's like, remember what he say? It's a hockey rink, not a shopping mall. How about that? So even <laughs> though it's August, <laughs> even though it's oh, August, oh, good one, it's right. still cold in the barn. Yes, sir. Well, it wasn't me. It was Phil, uh, who's not with us anymore. But I love that guy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We really gave each other the gears. Sports update, Shohei Ohtani pitched six innings of three-hit ball to win his third consecutive start, and he also doubled and scored an early run in the Angels' 6-3 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays Thursday night. The Jays are at Seattle tonight. They are two-and-a-half back of the second wild-card spot entering the night. It was a Hollywood ending in a Hollywood ballpark. The Chicago White Sox won the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa Thursday night, blowing a 7-4 lead in the ninth before Tim Anderson slammed a two-run walk-off home Into the cornfields for a 9 8 Chicago win over the New York Yankees. Defending champion Bianca Andrescu tumbled out of the National Bank Open Thursday night in Montreal when. Anz Jabur of Tunisia beat the second-seeded Canadian in three sets. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers host the Toronto Argonauts tonight in a matchup between two teams coming off season-opening victories. Winnipeg's offense will be missing star running back Andrew Harris. So running back Brady Oliveira gets a chance for an encore in front of his hometown fans in his first pro start last week. He rushed for 126 yards in that win over Toronto. All right, Hamilton, McLeod Bethel Thompson earned a second straight start at quarterback for Toronto tonight. But Nick Arbuckle will be available on the sidelines if he's needed. And Mike Weir will be making his debut today at the Shaw Charity Classic at Canyon Meadows Golf. And Country Club, the 2003 Masters Champion, is hoping to become the first Canadian to win a PGA Tour Champions event in his home country. The sports update for dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars. We'll be right back with overtime after this timeout. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports radio at RodPeterson.com.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. On the road, kicking ass and enjoying a Slurpee. It's Rod Peterson, live in Winnipeg. Absolutely. It is
2: uh, overtime. Brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. Speaking of USC, former UFC contender and Bellator champion Rory McDonald will look to take out his frustrations on Ray Cooper III tonight when the Canadian welterweight meets the Hawaiian in the Professional Fighters League semifinals at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Just want to throw that out there for the MMA fans. Um, It is our last segment here. I want to tell you that we are open for your comments. 306-840-8777. Haven't had the uh, YouTube and Facebook comments rolling in real time because we are on the road. But just to prove that we are at Sarah Orleski's table, look what I found, Moose. <laughs> Jets TV, baby. <laughs> right underneath the desk here. Don't worry, Sarah. I'm not taking them with me. The old me might have. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of
0: goodies under
2: here. We could have some fun. Jets TV, Winnipeg Jets, some beer stuff. <clears throat> right. And a big thank you to Chris Fox from Canada Lacrosse League for inviting us down here for the World Junior Lacrosse Championships, and uh, you can watch them all weekend on TSN Direct, and I believe TSN, too, has the game. Pretty big feather in his cap, and uh, these guys for pulling that off. Oh, yeah. They've got a great relationship now with TSN, and
0: um, we talk about this being Canada East versus Canada West in this, you know, World Juniors, but... You know, normally there's six to nine teams here for this, and because of COVID, they can't travel in. So the world championship, the world junior uh, lacrosse championships, going to be won by one of the two uh, Canadian teams. Um, and next year, it'll be middle of August. They're going to bring it back to Winnipeg in this building. Uh, maybe they'll bring us back too. Who knows? But there'll be six to nine international teams uh, taking part again next uh, next August. So
2: that'll be cool. Well, one of the biggest sponsors here. For this event is BioSteel. That's the fuel that fuels Connor McDavid, right? That's right. And I think Eugenie Bouchard. That's right. I th- yeah, I'm and a, a BioSteel Holmes, I think too. And Patrick Mahomes. So we'll take some sponsorship, BioSteel, if you're throwing it around. Um, the lacrosse folks, of which we are in that community, yep. Well, particularly NLL, they're looking at this floor here, going, hmm, Winnipeg, a lacrosse floor, and apparently this is the old one from the Calgary Roughnecks. People have people don't miss much, eh? They see, they're writing in saying, why, "Why is there a Roughnecks logo?" Yeah. We're seeing that on television here on Game Plus TV. That's wild. By the way, Josh writing on Twitter, Josh Olson, what is wrong with the Calgary Stampeders? Will they get out of this funk and be the team we all know they are, or is this the start of a downward spiral? I was kicking this around with the sports doc earlier. Um, you know what do we call it? Overreaction Monday in the National Football League. Yeah. I think we're overreaction Friday in the Canadian Football League. I don't know. Maybe Calgary is not. Maybe they're on a downhill slide. But I'll tell you what. John Huffnagel has got nothing to prove to me. And I don't think he's got much to prove to Canadian football fans since 2008. They haven't had a slide since 2008. Now, there are those that will say, well, he's got different personnel people. He's got his son Cole uh, now finding players for him and overlooking that scouting department. So what? You think Cole Huffnagel doesn't know what he's doing? I guess all this conjecture and um, hate towards the Calgary Stampeders. Because my phone was blown up. I was telling you this, right? People are blowing up. Oh, great to see Bo throwing interceptions. Great to see Bo upset. And I'm like, that's not me. I don't like to see anybody upset. Bo didn't have his best game. Are we packing the tents on the Calgary Stampeders and Bo Levi Mitchell after two games? I hope not. And put it this way, the league is better when Bo Levi is at his best
0: right? And Mike Riley's at his best and Zach Caleros is at his best and Cody Fajardo's at his best. You don't want to see quarterbacks struggle like that and, you know, there might be something else wrong with Bo Mitchell. You know, four interceptions, that's uncharacteristic. You know, he might be dealing with something and, you know, let's hope mm-hmm. that whatever it is gets cleared up because um, it's not a great start for the Calgary Stampeders, but every team goes through it eventually. We just don't ever expect that, you know, clock to hit midnight for Calgary Maybe it is this year. Two games far too early, though, to write them off as this being a year they're going to slide. If we're here two, three weeks from now and we're still talking about it, then
2: maybe we've got an issue. Well, I'm just enjoying watching it from the periphery. And I'm not jumping on this pile on the Calgary Stampeders train. They've proved too much. They're they're still too good, yeah. my opinion. Farhan Lalji, by the way, I see on Twitter saying, don't be surprised if kicker Stefan... Steven Flintoft makes his way onto the Lions roster next week. Fenocero Yamasaki showed well in camp, but is clearly affected by the stage. We were watching that game last night, enjoying stakes at the keg, and this young Japanese kicker for the BC Lions, he's just not getting it done. Now, they're lucky to pull off the win, but what was he, two for four last week in Regina, and they lost by four. He left six points on the board. So that would be a sad story if this young global... Because... You don't think the global fans were pinning their hopes? See, see. You know, that's how this is supposed to work, and the guy can't make field goals in the big moments. Well he looks good at
0: times, looks really good. And then the other time it was a duck line drive that almost took out the lines, the uh the linesman there, yeah. the referee at the uh at the goalposts. Um yeah, the stage is big, but you know, if he's gotta go back to the practice roster and continue to work and then you give him another chance and if he's got the potential, I like it. Um Jake Ford hunting the football. He made a couple of nice tackles last night too. But yeah, they need to they need to make sure they're taking care of uh, those points because you can't leave those points on the board. You just can't. The game was closer than it needed to be.
2: Quick, uh, we only got a couple minutes here. Quick thoughts on the other games in the CFL this weekend. Doubleheader. Saturday, uh, Montreal at Edmonton. I've got Edmonton to win. Hamilton at Saskatchewan. I've got Saskatchewan to win. Should be great games.
0: Yeah, it should be really great. I, I, I got Montreal in the first one. Before, our first chance to see them, right? To see them play. So that's probably the game I'm looking forward to more so than the Saskatchewan-Hamilton game just because we haven't seen the Alouettes yet. But the other game will be fun too. Those are, those are two teams that are supposed to be up at or near the top of, uh, of the league, Hamilton and Saskatchewan.
2: Well, we want to uh, throw a shout out to one of our sponsors, that is Ballers Rec Room, Saskatchewan's newest entertainment destination. They get their tailgate party rolling four hours prior to kickoff, right on their grounds. They're located right on the heart of the Dudney Strip, so it's 4 p.m. at Ballers, ahead of the Riders and the Ticats. Winnipeg? Thank you so much for having us. Thank you to the Canada Lacrosse League for welcoming us down here to the World Junior Lacrosse Championship and Chris Fox and all the guys and Jeff Dowling for coming on. Our guests today, Andrew Hustler-Patterson, the sports doctor, uh, Dave Patrician. It has been a blast. Thank you, Moose. Great job pulling it off. And to our entire IKS crew, we'll see you Monday noon Eastern here on ah, Game Plus TV. angering people is a gift of mine
1: for more rod peterson on demand visit rodpeterson.com